We're on page Reish Chav Test in 229, and we've just been speaking about the idea of what it says in the Medrash, Nismashkin, that the base of Medrash is taken back as the collateral to Hashem, which is the idea of Golos HaShechina. What is the idea of Golos HaShechina? HaShechina is Malchus, like we've been, like you've been explaining. And we said that there is this idea of Malchus, how it is in uh, Malchus, how it is in the Kedusha, which is a Yeshus of Kedusha. Um... And then there's also malchus in the lumazeh when a person is haughty and lifts himself up, but in a lumazeh in an unholy way, where he thinks that he's the the, the only existence and nothing, and nothing created him. Um, and then we said that the whole reason why there can be this idea of golusishchina, of the fact that malchus basically becomes so concealed that you don't even recognize that there's a source to this energy which is enlivening the person. What's the reason that it can be like that? That a person basically draws all his powers of his godly soul and indulges them into the physicality to the extent that the light of his godly soul becomes totally concealed in the coarseness and the grubkite of his animal soul. That when the, the grubkite, the coarseness of the animal soul is weakened, then automatically the chush of the gufa is masa. When there's a weakness of the body, there's a strength of the soul. The more the body is weaker, meaning not overpowering, and person's not indulging in the bodily just for the sake of the bodily, the more that the soul can be, can come to a revelation and it can be more sensitive, the person can be more sensitive to godliness. Um, that the person's, therefore, when a person has a, has this sensitivity to God to his soul because his, God, his body's not so strong, there can be a revelation of godly energy when, in his davening, that he can be, he could feel the godliness when he's davening and it can be more aroused when he's davening and he's learning teta, he feels the godly, wisdom and will of Hashem, he doesn't just think it's just the intellectual um, occupation here, it's actually connected to Hashem. When a person does experience a overpowering coarseness of the, of the animal soul, because he's drawn, because the person draws himself into all these different lusts and tivus of the world, so then the, the, automatically the light of the, of the godly soul becomes concealed, and he can't feel any goodness, any gishmak, any pleasure in his learning toida, and not, also not any vitality or any enthusiasm is davening without it's davening just becomes routine and that's the idea of the the exiling of the godly soul within the coarseness of the animal soul and through that also causing an equal reaction above in the spiritual realms that the that the shechina should also that Hashem's that malchus this divine energy which goes to the channel of malchus should also become very concealed and not felt within the creations so six lines at the top. Mikol makim gam al zman golus but nevertheless, even on the time of golus of exile, it says mashkant dilik abaychu. Even during the time of golus, this my mashkoin, my collateral, which is referring to malchus, like I said before, is still given over to you, Jewish people. The hine, so what does that mean? The hine yedua the the akum misro loy kono mashkoin uchmech kasher b'tur shachanorich cheshen mishpat simen ayim beis. It's known it does halacha that a a non-Jewish person cannot acquire a um, collateral from a Jewish person. So a Jewish person cannot give a collateral for a loan that he got from a non-Jewish person. It just doesn't work. That is the halacha brought in Tur Shulchan Aruch, Mishpat, and chapter 72. So, So therefore, even though there's the Golos HaShchina now, and taking it to the spiritual sense, even though the Shechina now is now in Golis, which means that it's taken over to the unholy side, which is like an analogy for the Akum, the to the other side. So like the idea of a Jewish person giving over a collateral to the non-Jewish person. 
even though that it was taken as collateral, nevertheless, the this collateral is still essentially only connected to and related to the, the Jewish souls because like the halacha says, it doesn't work. You cannot give a, a mashkin, cannot be acquired to a non-Jewish, to a non-Jewish person from a Jewish person. So, so even though there's a golos shechina, that the mashkin is not given over to the non-Jewish side, so to say, the unholy side, it doesn't work. It's still shaykh always to the Jewish people. That's why it says, mashkan tadili gabaychahu, even the time golos. That's what the sages say. When you were exiled, the Jewish people were exiled to Babylon, the Shekhinah is still with you. Even though we're talking about a state of exile of the Shekhinah, nevertheless, the Shekhinah is still with the Jewish people in Golis to, in order to protect them, to be a shield for them. So in this itself, the fact that the Shekhinah the Shekhinah has become so deeply connected to the Jewish souls that to the extent that this connection is so strong that when our, when we in our own lives bring a state of exile to our godly souls, that brings about also the global scale a Golis to the Shekhinah, to the source of all godly souls. This, is, this, this intense connection that the Shekhinah has with us to the extent that it's affected by what we do and it becomes exile because of our actions is only in order to protect us even during the time of Golis. In order that even the time of Golis there should be able, still be able to be a unification of Kuchibichu, of the basically the revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem with the Shekhinah, with Malchus in, in all of creation. Meaning, even the time of exile, which there that is within the Malchus and the Shekhinah is in the state of exile, and nevertheless, still through the, the Jewish people accepting upon themselves the yoke of Hashem's kingship, through that we bring about the uplifting, the raising up of the Shekhinah from the, from the dust, in order to bring about the global ascent of the globe of Malchus of Atzilus. And then through us causing uplifting of Malchus from its state of exile, then all of the divine sparks which Malchus has descended into exile in order to basically absorb up and to be able to refine all these divine sparks which the Jewish people have uplifted and basically attached back to Malchus, now also ascend back to Malchus, ascend back while Malchus is ascending back to its source in Atzilus. Therefore, we still have this ability during Golis to bring about that uplifting of Malchus and uplifting of all the divine sparks which we are refining through our divine service. And we also have the ability to draw down, even in the time of Golis, the unification of the Union Seif of Hashem, the Union Seif Baruch the revelation of Hashem's infinite energy with the Shekhinah, with Malchus Me'ach, that being that Hashem's collateral, meaning Malchus is still given over to the Jewish people, we still have Hashem gave us this ability to affect Malchus. It's become so deeply connected with us, even in the time of exile. Who, so nimshach And therefore, the unification of the Eidin Seif, the infinite energy of Hashem, with the Shekhinah, as also happens and can be brought about through our Kabbalah Samal Hashemayim, even in the time of exile. And the revelation which is brought about through that Yichud is to the Jewish souls, specifically, not to another place. Because we are the ones that's causing that revelation. Even though we're talking about the time of Golos, which there is a Golos Shekhinah, but we still have the ability to bring about the Yechukhuchibichu Shekhinah, because even the time of Golos, this Mashkan Tadilika Baichu, this Mashkan is with us. 
to explain this even more. As it's written in the Zayar on the verse, this says in the note in the bottom, this is what it says in the Guf Kotshay, in the actual writing of the Rebbe Shab, even though it's not in the verse actually. So it's missing the word Avayim. So the verse says, even though even when the Jewish people are in the end, the land of their enemies, I have not despised them in order to basically exterminate them. And the Xayar says, it says without a vav in the middle. That means it doesn't say to just exterminate them. It could be we could read it to be their that the Xayar says it because so Kala, the bride, is always referring to Malchus. So even though when the Jewish people are in the basically when there's a state of Golos Hashchina and they're in the land of their enemies, I have not despised them because the Kalos and because Malchus is still with them. My Mashka, Hashem's dear Mashkin, which is rooted back in his very essence, like we explained before, the root of Malchus, that's why I have not despised them, destroyed them. The Bishvil Bechnaz Malchus, because Malchus is still given over to the Jewish people, Hashem's collateral is precious object, Le Ma'astim Chulu, I still have not, I have not despised them. Gambi Yesim Beretzeveim, even when they're in the land of their enemies and there's a state of Golos Hashchina, meaning. The Jewish people are in a state where they have, meaning, given themselves over to the lust of the physicality. Still, the Malchus is still, Hashem has not despised them because his Malchus is so interconnected with them. There's two two ideas expressed in this idea of what it means, even when they're in the, the, the land of their enemies. Meaning that one thing is that the Malchus is in a state of descent and in a state of exile not in its true place, and it's now enclosed in the, the 70 ministering angels, the source of the non-Jewish nations, which is an unholy side, and also Zah, which is the Midas of Atzilus, which is basically the revelation of Arian Saif, is in a state of Siluk, and a, a removal and ascent. Like the Zara says, that in the time of Golis, which is referring to Zah, is in a state of Salik Le'ila It's removed very high above. It's now not being revealed down here in this world. But nevertheless, still, we can bring about, there is able to be, there's able to be brought about the unification of Kuchibichu and the Shekhinah. As it's brought in the Zayr, the famous analogy of the, uh, the, the abode which is in the Shuk Shalburskim, which is in the marketplace of these people that make hides, which is very smelly. So that Nesadezer says that even though, um, even though, so basically, even so, I have not despised you because my my Malchus is still with you. So even though Malchus is in a state of Golis and, and Zah is in a state of Aliyah and now not revealed, nevertheless, there still can be brought about the Yuchadukuchabiyachashkinta through our divine service because, like the Mashal of the of the Kala, which is in the. This, even though she's in the middle of this shuk, which is a very smelly, but basically since she's so precious and beautiful, therefore the chassim won't be despised by her, still be drawn after her. And same thing, so being being that Malchus is still given over to the Jewish people even in the time of Golis, therefore it doesn't make, Hashem will never truly despise them and go away from them. And therefore we still have Hashem's mashkin is given over to us and we can affect the, the unification of Zal and Malchus even in the time of Golis. 
meaning that za still descends and lowers itself and becomes enclosed into the external aspect of the vessels of the lower worlds of Biyah. That there is also the enclosement of the Shechina during the time of Golis. Also, the, 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 the Shechina is also in this lower state, in the not in a state of of its of its home, so to say, in its essence, uh, in that Silas, but rather in a lower state in the created worlds of Biyah. So, also, Malchus descends and goes down to that level. Amnam, however, but in order to bring about this, to draw down the unification of even the time of Golos, being that during the time of Golos, is has and is basically become removed from Seder Stalsh from the chain of creation, very high. So, and when Zah is in that state, basically, it's on that level where it's basically there is whatever we do has no importance because it comes Zah's on such a level it's become so removed that it's that it's at a level where good and bad don't mean anything there's no definitions and therefore how can we affect anything when Zah is on that level so how do we have the ability to draw down Zah when it's at the state where it's basically nothing that we do matters anymore so during the time of Golos, it's not just through the regular thing of fulfilling Tere Mitzvahs, like we said before, that's the usual way where we draw down the unification of during the time of the Beis HaMikdash standing. That's only when Zah and Malchus are in, are becoming enclosed in the Tzir Adam in the form of the Adam Elyon, basically where they're in their, their natural state in the Tzilus. Then this unification between Zal and Malchus, when they're in their natural state in Atzilus, can be brought about through cannot Because Tehidimitzis are also rooted in the supernal man, like we said before, Tehidimitzis is called Adam, Adam, and the mitzvahs are the um, limbs or the organs of the supernal man. But during the time of exile, when basically Zal and Malchus become removed from its natural state in the world of Atzilus, and but Golus, and then during the time of Golus, um, Zah as Kuchibrichu become removed from creation. It's impossible now to draw down the unification of Zah and Malchus through the regular way of Teremitzis. Kiim, because we said there, it's at, now Zah is at this level where it's so above everything that nothing that we do down here matters anymore. Kiim al Yudei only through crying out to Hashem in our pain. Basically. Shahu Inyan, which what is this idea? That's what the verse says. They've cried out to Hashem from their distress. This is uh, the idea of a person crying out to Hashem because he realizes how far he is. The person is very pained by the fact that he's so distanced from godliness. Just like the verse says, like a deer cries out um, and, thir- and thirsts for the on the the, the, the banks of the water. I'll head it for the fact that it doesn't have any water. I'll I'll it meaning the lack of water. In the spiritual sense referring referring to the lack of the revelation of godliness. So basically, in order to elicit the yichud kuchbichushchinte during the time of Golis, you have to have not enough just to do the regular way of, of terimitzus, which reaches up reaches up to atzilus, which is rooted in atzilus, because now. Malchus is now descended to below Atzilus, and Zah is ascended to a, totally above the chain of creation above Atzilus. And at that level, it doesn't matter what we do down here. So in order to get to that level, we have to also dig deep into ourselves and elicit that level which transcends 
our natural way, our regular way of serving Hashem, which is basically realizing how far we've become from godliness and crying out from the depth of our soul, from that same level which basically transcends limitation within us, then we can elicit that level where Zah is ascended to and bring it down. Through this ascent of feminine waters, meaning through this this service from below, we also arouse from above an equal reaction, the Afghan, the Sultic Leila Leila, even though that Zah is ascended very high above to such a level which doesn't matter anymore what we do. Nevertheless, being that we've elicited within ourselves a level which transcends all of all of limitation within ourselves, therefore we're able to also elicit above that Zah should come down from that high state and become unified again with the Shekhinah, with Malchus. And this is all expressing in this idea that we said in the Zayr that my collateral, even the time of Golis, is still given over to you, Jewish souls. Even though the collateral was taken back, the base makers are destroyed. Nevertheless, like I said, the halacha is that the non-Jewish person doesn't really acquire the, the Mashkin, meaning that the Malchus never truly is given over to the opposite side, to the side of Klippa, of unholiness. It's still always connected, deeply connected to us. Um, and therefore the Shechina is always related, always connected to the Jewish soul stuff, specifically, even in the time of Golis, when it's in a time, when it's in a state of exile. And therefore, through our, basically our arousal from below, and our crying out to Hashem from our, from our, um, our, our straits, our feeling of, of despair that we are so far from godliness, um, keeping the parentheses for now. Therefore, we can draw down again Zal from that sublime state where it totally transcends all of creation and make it unified with the Shechina of Malchus Vagili, who had been and then the revelation being that was being that it was elicited through the Jewish souls, it was also drawn down and revealed into the Jewish souls. And the parentheses it's not enough that a person just is in pain from the fact that he is far from godliness during the time of Golis, but also he has to have pain, feel pain for the fact that the Shechina is also in the state of Golis. I mean, the global Shechina, the Malchus is not in its, in its natural state. And that also is what arouses the Tzaika from the Pimis Aleph, from the deep core essence of our heart, eliciting their um, Zod come down from that level of that essential level of godliness and tra- transcends all of creation. So we'll stop there on the bottom of the page, Reish Chavtes, the end of the page. Um, yeah.